Welcome back, Just Offside Podcast, with myself, Keith McCubia. And me, Michael Pavella. And if you hear like audio, it's probably because that nice, nice clean audio is because Pavella's sitting right next to me. And I'm back in Niagara, I'm back in Canada, baby. And this is our first in-person <laughs> podcast, so this would be very, very entertaining. It's actually surreal sitting on the sofa, like right next to you. It is crazy, yeah, because we obviously planned this out in... Like, well, it's been in the works for a while, but like early the beginning of this year. And yeah, obviously just been through Zoom calls, FaceTime and all that. So finally sitting down in person. In person. I could touch Keith right now. But he won't. I know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, surreal. I came back home for a couple of weeks. Really excited at the opportunity of actually doing this in person. And uh, get the vibes, get the feel, don't yeah. have to worry about the technical issues or anything like that. So we're back, man, we're back. And also, quickly, everybody that's been listening, sharing, engaging, thank you very much. It's obviously yes. very appreciated. We appreciate the love. If your grandma's in an old folks home, just start sharing it with them. <laughs> Get them on it, blast it from the rooftops, and uh, keep sharing, engaging, and letting us know how you're finding each episode. Yes, sir. With that being said, obviously we had a nice Euro run, Euro summer, Euro cup. I'm not going to say congratulations to the Italians again. So <laughs> They've had their time. <laughs> They've had their fun. <laughs> but now is the time. August has rolled around, so the leagues are about to start up. And obviously, us being united and... Uh, Arsenal fans, the Prem starts this weekend. Tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow. So by the time you're listening to it, it'll be the first day of... Opening day, baby. Of the Prem. We back. Friday. We back. I kind of, I feel like it's kind of strange to start it on a Friday, but... They usually always start on a Friday, don't know. Yeah. Sometimes Mondays. Yeah, just something about a Saturday kickoff. No, but it's to okay. To get it all started and Brentford rolling. will start the season with a bang tomorrow, <laughs> so it'll be good. <laughs> that's the worst part i think it's maybe just because i think we were talking about this a couple years ago mm-hmm. i think it started on a friday and i was at your place watching that leicester arsenal game and it was, it was at a tie though right oh i think we won like four three yeah and it was, it was a, a crazy game. game and Giroud had like an unbelievable performance so i just don't like starting the season off with us because then it's just if we get rocked, it's just banter FC for like 12 uh, hours. We will get into that. We'll definitely get into that. But first, obviously, transfer one has been open. I also got to start by talking about the second best player in the world. <laughs> Big transfer <laughs> to PSG, man. You create division on the podcast. Uh, no, I'm not going to. Honestly, I love Messi. Messi's a fucking go. And I can't wait to watch that team, actually. No. But we got to talk about it. What do you think, man? I think oil money... And just these But they didn't owners, have to buy him. I know, but like they're paying him. I saw read something about like he's got like a a seventy eight million um, euro clause in his contract, and it's called like a loyalty one. So if with PSG, yeah. So if he signs on again with PSG, he's gonna get seventy eight million or something like that. Well, it's only a two year deal, right? He'll probably sign one more after that. Yeah, of course. If you know you got seventy eight. And I'll come to MLS at 40 and fucking rip up the league. <laughs> but I just think, like, financial fair play. I just don't understand how they're getting around it. But even before PSG, man, let's... Barca are idiots. So I was looking... Do you know, like, I was looking up... I guess the salary cap, 
La Liga started a salary cap. I don't know when, but it was at six hundred million or something like that. Six hundred fifty million per team, and they were under that. But then this season it went down to like three fifty, I think. Oh wow! So, so like half, and they had all these guys sign, and I think I think they're just arrogant and just thought no way La Liga will let us not have Messi, but they didn't have enough money to sign him under the cap, so we had to fucking go for free. Yeah, and I was reading that like a bunch of teams for UEFA are proposing like an actual salary cap. Yeah. You just think about like the smaller clubs, right? Like oh, yeah, it's gone to such an even more unfair advantage. I like know. obviously like in football it's always been the rich, the Real Madrids, the Man U's. Yeah. Those clubs can always afford to buy players and you have selling clubs, but to that degree of like stockpiling your team. I know. It's almost too much. Because it's not even just him. Like, let's see who else they brought in this summer. Donnarumma, Ramos, um, Wijnaldum, Hakimi, Hakimi, and Messi. Yeah, which is fucked. On top of Neymar, Mbappe, Verratti, Di Maria. <laughs> yeah, just Marquinhos, Kempembe. Like, yeah, they're stacked. I I don't like it, but at the same time, I'm gonna be watching. But nobody watches the French league. I will now. 100% I will now. Who the fuck are you going to watch them play against? Brest? And like... I just want to see that front three, man. Yeah, I guess... I just want to see... That's like when... Uh, I never watched La Liga before Ronaldo went over there. Right? That's fair. I think viewership is going to go up. And I think... You got to just hope that... That hopefully raises the competition and then makes the other clubs do well. But... Yeah. Like we saw last year with Lille winning the league. Yeah. Obviously a good story... But I just think, like, the, the vast majority, if you think, like, the top six, the set, like, Lyons can pop, possibly compete. But the other Marseille, ones, yeah. Marseille, those clubs. But now with them having this team, like, teams are just going to go after them every fucking game. So it'll be good. Yeah, every, that's going to be on everyone's calendar. Yeah, like, every try time. Yeah. But, bro, how are you going to get around Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe? I know. <laughs> the memes I've seen are fucking defenders getting go to PSG away. Just, like... That's okay. nuts, man. And like, but do you think I saw I saw a tweet? Do you think do you think that's better than Messi, Neymar, Suarez? Because Suarez prime is I don't think Mbappe's hit Suarez prime when Suarez is in his prime. No, yes, yeah, right. It, it can't be yet. No, so I don't think it's better than that, or even Bale, Ronaldo, and Benz and Benzi. I think it's got potential to be the best. Yeah, hundred percent. But it. This is what I hate almost as well. It's like before they've even played a game or before they even mashed. Like if you think about Chelsea last year yeah. with all those signings they brought in. I know. And everyone thought this they're going to go off. They're going to go off. They're going to go off. It's, it really is like a chemistry thing. And 100%. like being able to play. Yeah. And you think about Messi being taken away from like his home and going somewhere completely foreign Different. to yeah. him. You got to think like obviously he's probably the best in the world yeah if he's able to gel and like fit in and do yeah. that and not play like the barca way kind of so yeah, we'll see how it's how we'll see man but obviously yeah the signs he's made this summer has been ridiculous i just love that him and ramos are getting along like ramos like Did you I guess, see the video today yeah apparently yeah. he like invited ramos invited messi's family over to stay with them instead of staying in the hotel oh true but that's one of those things where you're like Hey, do you want me to get the bill? Do you want me to get the dinner? And they're like, no, 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 I got it. And you're like, oh, perfect. (laughs) You just throw the off. Yeah, because those guys battled, bro, for like the last however long it's been. Oh, man. Those battles, those El Clasicos, like. He chomped them down. He's tackled badly. That 5 0? Yeah. 
I know. And it's <laughs> because I'm like off. head to face. It. Oh. Yeah. So it's be good, man. Honestly, they have so many leaders too on that team. Like obviously him, Ramos, like big personalities. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. And adding Donnarumma and having yeah. Kaylor Navas as a backup. You forget fucking. I heard uh, you guys might try and get Kaylor, but we'll talk about that after too. But we got no chance. But yeah, some just like I think the signings of the summer obviously goes to PSG. Yeah, for getting that all done. In a yeah, close second, in a close second could be United. That's yeah. I still think we're still we still need what, a piece, one more piece. But obviously, but getting Sancho and Varane is just like fuck. Two great two, signings. Like two, three years ago, there's no way we're getting that, those two guys in a window on window players of that quality. Yeah. There's no way. So, like, you can see we're taking steps forward. But, like, yeah, I'm excited, man. Young player that, obviously, I don't know. He has never really played in the Prem, but he's an English player. knows the country. So, it'll be off the field, he'll be comfortable. It's just on the field. We'll see how he, that translates, man. Because you see Werner and Havertz had a tough first year in the Prem last year. Yeah, really tough. So, we'll see. But I'm optimistic. And then Varane, obviously, he's played in the fucking biggest games. Center World, back we've World fucking Cup winner. we've needed for so long, but now with him and Maguire at the back, um, and if he can adjust to the premise, obviously at different speed than playing uh, Spain, then yeah, we're looking all right. We're looking all right. Yeah, it so, saddens me to hear that. I've big, uh, <laughs> big summer yeah for United, and hopefully one more. Still time if we get one more. So a little interview with Ollie saying they might not be done yet in the window. So well, that's the great thing about like right now. And this is the thing that I always find a little bit strange is that teams can play, right? The season starts tomorrow. The window doesn't shut for another couple of weeks. Yeah. So they these teams are getting two games in really before the window before shuts. Before the window's done, yeah. So managers and clubs are able to see what they're what kind they of might missing. Need, yeah. But then it's also like, is it a panic buy or is it something that you've kind of had in the works and it's yeah. just taken a while to cross the finish line? And talking about that, that's what I think is going to happen with Harry Kane. Harry Kane is... I think that's done. I think it's not done, but he's going to end up at City, I think. You see, like, I love Pep Guardiola because he's just like, oh, yeah, last year we don't have the money to replace Sergio yeah. Aguero. It's a fucking smokescreen. And then every single time a player is brought up in, like, with managers and press conferences, oh, I don't talk about him, he's not my player, blah, blah. Yeah. I saw an interview with Pep. Yeah, of course we're interested in Harry Kane. He's an unbelievable striker. He's he's changing the whole narrative and he's just making it known that he wants him. him, But 150 million. Stupid. Once you see but once you see Grealish go for a hundred, it has to be more, right? It has to be. Has to be more. But Jack's got Jack's younger. What is he, twenty four? Something like that. Twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. Yeah, Harry's our age, yeah, twenty eight to be paying. But you still got you're still gonna get five. Amazing seasons from him, if you get it now. At 28, it'll be what, 33, 34. I think that's why he's been changing his game to kind of almost like play that false nine. Yeah. And he showed that last year with him and Son and collecting and play the ball. And he's Bro, developed and just, that passing. Like, slide ability. right into that lineup and just be fucked. Be yeah, because you see it in the Community Shield. They started Ferran Torres as a striker. Is that false nine? Yeah. yeah, and I just don't think that... Ferran Torres is at that level. No. I think he's more of a winger, naturally. No. But then, I don't think Pep will ever have Gabriel Jesus as his number one striker. No, he doesn't. He can't be trusted to be the number one. He's a good, great squad player. Yeah. Great squad player to have as but a backup. Yeah, he's just a backup. Perfect. 
perfect cup for game big, guy. For a big, yeah, for, at a big club. Like, he would be a good strike on, a, like, a mediocre team. He'd be okay to have a, as a number one striker. But, yeah, but in a big club like that, you need guys like that as in the squad, which I like. Then other signings, obviously. We talked about Jack to City, Harry Kane, the big question mark. One that just got finalized today and is actually official is Big Rom. Oh, yeah, Lukaku. Back to Chelsea, man. 115. Is it crazy? <laughs> they sold him for what? 30? Yeah. 30 to Everton. Oh my god, you're buying back for 115. <laughs> what business is that? Fucking shit business. But they need a striker, man. If they had someone like that last year, they, they would have, I think, threatened Chelsea or uh, City for the league. The amount of chances they created. Yeah, and the amount and of chances that, that Werner missed and all them. Yeah, they would have challenged for the league. That's why they're scary this year, man. The guy's going to bang you 20 goals, probably. Guaranteed 20 with that team. Yeah, you'd like to think so. Guaranteed I think, 20. I think watching Chelsea, that's kind of boring sometimes. And I think they we were create talking a about lot, that. man. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday, watching that Super Cup. Yeah. They really need like Pulisic to be playing, to go at guys and run at guys. They right. just feel like every single time, it, it, there's not a whole lot like to them. A Mason Mount needs to be playing. But look at the like, Their depth is just fucked now. Look at Ziyech, Pulisic, Mount, Havertz, Havertz, Jorginho, Kante, Kovic. Billy Gilmore. No, Co- Billy Gilmore is at. Oh, um, actually left. Sorry, Norwich, Norwich. For, the, for the season. But um, and then up top now you have Lukaku, Werner. So Tammy Abraham. I just I just don't like their back line, but other than that, they're they're set and they still want to be done. Who's that Kunde? Yeah, from Sevilla. Still, yeah, they're still trying to get. I'm sure they'll get him before the windows close too. But it's funny about Lukaku, just going back. I know, man. But like, was that just one season? And no, how long was he in Italy? No, it's there for a couple of years. He left from Menu, so whenever he left Menu, it was right there, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Maybe two seasons, three. He's become now the most record. He's got holds the record for biggest signings like value it's like 327 oh, million yeah total and that was the biggest syria transfer ever it's crazy but I, it's um syria and inter are just done i, I read somewhere that they're open to just accepting whoever but because they, they're in liquidate so jekko's a replacement they just signing uh to uh that dump that right back from the dutch guy who played about the dumfries yeah yeah Joel, shout out Joel. Joel's a little upset. He was saying he's going to Everton for the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't look like it. <laughs> Joel. Oh, mate. And then we've talked about Lukaku, obviously a big one. I think a sleeper one. Obviously, Jack going to City. Mm-hmm. And then we think about what Villa has done in the transfer window Dude, as well. Villa, yeah, if he didn't end up staying there. But yeah, Villa, Danny Ings, man, is a great Premier League striker, man. Really good. Great Premier League striker. Tough he, go at Liverpool with the knee yeah. surgery, but found his form back at Southampton. Scored goals and didn't have much at Southampton. So if you think about what he has now at Villa. Man, Villa last summer, great signings. I know. This summer, great business as well. And they did all that business before they even sold Jack. They must have known, though. I know they know, but like, still. And then, obviously, Liam Bailey, too. Is like a guy who wanted to come here. For a while, I know. I've heard he wanted to go to EPL. And he's going to be good. And then... And strong fucking Jamaican. Buendia. 
great yeah. attacking player. I was reading that they're interested in Todd Cantwell as like the oh. Jack repla- replacement. So, and then they got your guy. Um, I don't know Twan-Z- his name. Twanzebi. Twanzebi. Yeah, on loan. On loan, yeah. Center back will be good for them. Some more depth at the back. Help out Mings. But they still, like, yeah, they got, like, a good team. Yeah. And I think they're low-key making great signings. Like, smart signings. Yeah. They're a team that I think can kind of get Leicester-y. Leicester vibes. Leicester-y. Yeah, Leicester-y. a team that can, like, not, they're not going to finish top four, but they'll be in and around there, I think. They were kind of there. Remember when they, they smashed there. Remember yeah. when they smashed Liverpool last year? Yeah, exactly. And Ollie Watkins, Danny Ings. Yeah. They got, like... Triori's a good baller. Yeah, I know, man. That I love that Douglas Louise in the midfield. Yeah. Quality team. And Emmy Martinez, man. And then they have a keeper, exactly, yeah. One of the best keepers probably in the last eighteen months. Has to be. Yeah. So like Has to be. they've they've done a really good job there in bringing people in. I mean, I could talk about Arsenal signings, which have been fucking non existent really. <laughs> We got Ben you White. You guys got one or well, two good signs. Yeah, Lacongo. Yeah, Lacongo and Ben White. Great. But if you look at our starting lineup from what's going to happen tomorrow know, or just... t- when you're listening today, compared to last year, how we finished, we've literally just added Ben White and Lacongo's in there. But he's only going in there gonna... because Partey's in- injured. Yeah, even if he's starting. Probably not. So, like, one guy. On a team that needs to be improving. And there's so much dead wood at the club. Oh my god, yeah. So much that they just have not covered. Like, it just needs to be figured out. And the next couple of... Like, the next two weeks, someone needs to be brought in. And, like, three guys need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Has to. Has to. Because it's not looking good. But I don't know how they're dealing with business. How they're trying to get that Aaron Ramsdale from fucking Sheffield, who just got relegated... And yeah. negotiations break down with that. I know. They're asking to how who's doing these negotiations, man? Fucking Scooby Doo or something. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I can't get anything over the line, and it's because I, th- I honestly think the club is just so tight and not willing to really pay. They are, or they just don't un- like. I think I don't know, but Arteta obviously took a page out of Pep's book. Spent fifty million on a defender. <laughs> Who knows if it's you only got like a one go though. I don't think he'll, he'll be given another out. 50. Look at how Johnstones is now. So maybe Ben White in a year or two will be a top center back in the league. Yeah, and Johnstones just agreed in right? a five-year And he deal. took him a while at City to kind yeah, of find his he, feet. He was a fucking baby, man. It's yeah, all like mental and he needs like positive reinforcement. He's young too. He's like, ben White, how old is Ben White? And he's young. He's younger too. Yeah. He's like Pickford. Pickford so just needs time. pats on the back after every single fucking thing he does. It's all these English players, man. Yeah, I know. Coddled. <laughs> <laughs> fucking coddled but yeah those are the signings that's pretty much not a whole lot of like Spurs not a whole lot of movement Leicester they've signed a couple guys but there hasn't been a massive amount no. of traction going on so we should go to next should we go f- what are we thinking for our teams this season yeah of course Let's what's, go. your, what's your what's your thoughts my thoughts are I don't think we're going to challenge yet. I don't think we'll win or challenge yet. Unless, <laughs> unless we sign a defensive midfielder before the window's closed, I think. Why don't you have trust in Scott McTominay? Yeah, why not have trust? <laughs> Scott McTominay and fucking Fred. No, 
That's not it. And I still don't think Ollie's the the manager that's gonna make win us a win us um Premier League. Fair. Do you wanna know my thoughts on menu? Yeah. I think you guys adding Sancho and Varon and having that actual like winner in Varon going into your back line. Yeah. Helps things a lot. At the back, yeah. And then I think somehow the midfield gets sorted out. I think Van de Beek gets incorporated a little bit more this year. Yeah. And figuring out that front line. I think when you have Cavani, one of the best strikers in the world in terms of movement and finishing ability. Yeah, off the ball is fucking ridiculous. Sancho, Greenwood getting a little bit older, Rashford. Who's going to miss the start of the season, but we'll be back. And then you got Pogs and Bruno still delivering. Yeah. Like, it, it is... But there's still no, like... Like, that's... You said there, maybe, like, 13 guys, maybe. Well, if you're going to... We only... We don't have depth, though. Like, we have, like, that's solid 13. We have, like, a solid, like, 13. Yeah, 13 that's players. The, that's the problem. And to win the Prem, you need to have fucking two guys at every position, man. At least. Well, that's the that's the thing though is that if man you were in any of those other competitions with all the other games, yeah. you could rotate and field and do whatever. But it also is beneficial to play those extra games. Yeah, and I think I can tie that into my concern for Arsenal this year. Yeah, not having Europe as a rotation basis for them this year. Yeah, well, I think I would argue against it. Because it's almost like people have the argument, oh, you can put all of your focus and energy into just the yeah. league. But when you don't have those Europa League games or you don't have those Champions League games, obviously Champions League a little bit more serious, but those, like you said, those top clubs that yeah. are in the Champions League have two players at every position. The Europa exactly. League clubs maybe have like five or six yeah. actual guys that could probably be playing first team football week in, week out. Yeah. So when those guys are getting minutes, they're getting those performances in. So they're getting those yeah. reps in. So like, and then that helps make the competition. And then you pick a stronger starting eleven. Yeah. When you don't have that, you look at like bottom of the table clubs, and they kind of have that same starting eleven every week. You don't see much of a rotation with guys, and you can't. You don't see like strikers, second strikers finding form because they're bagging yeah, goals in your. Europe. That's true. Yeah. So you could go either way about it, and I just think that with Arsenal this year that I'm hoping that just the focus on the league will be enough. But I think certain players are going to get a little upset with no playing time and not getting their form. And when like a striker, say if a Bumiang's not firing at the beginning, someone needs to come in and start scoring goals. And he, yeah. And he hasn't been looking good this preseason. It's a little bit worrying. Yeah. Like that's usually the only guys you or him or Lacazette, usually the only people really putting the ball in that for you guys. Saka here and too. The th- so my concern and I guess like talking about signings as well and thinking about it is that we desperately need a creative attacking midfielder but I think you guys will end up with Odegaard and I think he's decent man I, I like another him year, I think another year in England he'll be okay but he doesn't want to come he doesn't? no apparently we really wanted to like fight and stay for his spot and at Madrid? yeah but it just and then James Madison for like Honestly, I wouldn't even want him. I don't think he'd do shit at Arsenal. I don't rate him at all, to be honest. Really? No. I don't rate him. He's got, like, set piece. Yeah, I don't know. 
He's okay, but like he's nothing. Like he's not. He's going to going to Arsenal. Like change anything yeah, for you change. guys, right? But that I just think about like when Aubameyang was first coming to Arsenal and he had Mesut Ozil, like, and like the link ups yeah. and like the tap some of those goals, like some of those goals. I forget what it was was it champ? No, it was in Champions League. But uh, I don't know that one fucking goal they didn't. They just gave that tap into Ozil. to Leicester. That team goal. Yeah, yeah. It was Leicester. Oh my god! Yeah. Where Lacazette dummied it? Yeah. Yeah, bro. I was like, Different. fuck. Like, that doesn't happen at Arsenal forever, man. We just... That's what we're missing. Like, that was, like, the Arsenal DNA. And yeah. that's, like, that creative goal-scoring link-up. You see it, like, yeah. rarely. You see it maybe, like, once a month. Where it kind of happens. Last year, it co- happened a couple of times. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, the old DNA. But it's just not happening now. And I'm worried about Aubameyang. I'm worried about the service. I don't understand. I think every Arsenal fan that actually watches them week in, week out could agree with me. I don't know why we cross the ball so fucking much. <laughs> it's look like me and FIFA, man. Oh, bro. We cross the ball so much and we do not... We're like... We're trying to be like Liverpool or something. Cross FC. And it yeah, just... Yeah, but they actually have quality coming into the box. Yeah, well, you got Robertson and fucking, fucking Trent, Trent whipping balls in. We got Hector trying to play <laughs> ball in. He actually, I've never seen a quality cross from Hector Bellerin in my life, man. It's, I don't want to slander him, but yeah, either way. He needs to go. He needs to fucking go. We're listening to offers, but I don't know. If they're <laughs> Nobody willing. wants him, man. It's tough, man. But yeah, I think, tough. so. It'll be a tough season for them. What's your realistic, what's your prediction for Manu in the finishing in the table? We'll be a top four. Top four? Yeah, we'll be top four, but. I don't know. I don't know. Like I can't see us going from just signing those two guys, maybe a third, and then winning the Premier League yet. So I think, but I think we're winning the Premier in the next three, three, four years. We're gonna have a title, Premier League title. Okay. I think two, three years, but no, it won't happen this season. We're still not the depth yet. Fair. Do you want to know my prediction? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or what do you think of United first? What do you think? Top four. I think top four is like. I have them a second. Hmm. Second, do you remember when? And the reason why I'm thinking it, and you can remember that year when it was City United going for the top a couple years back, yeah. and it was the one two finish. And that's my With one, Mourinho. That's my one two finish, yeah. Mourinho, that's the highest, yeah. That's the closest we've got. So I'm going, I'm thinking second. Now, what do you think about where's Arsenal gonna finish? Arsenal, I think we'll finish around the same place they finished last season unless they unless they do something this next two weeks and in or in uh, January they need some they still need signings man people gotta go I need to sign at least they still need a keeper backup keeper yeah a right back a midfielder and probably a striker man and like I don't know if you're getting all that in two weeks so I'd say sixth seventh maybe I have them as finishing seventh yeah, this year. I think that's fair. That's and fair. I say seventh because of like everything that you kind of just said. Yeah. Not bringing in players, not a whole massive improvement going from last year to this year. It's a little worrisome. Got to tighten things up at the back. The yeah. whole Saliba situation. Just not knowing like the starting eleven. Like you said, having a, no backup keeper really. It's a little worrying, and I, I'm hoping that in two weeks' time... I'm, I'm little, sure there's still business to be done, but we'll see what business that is. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I'm having Arsenal at seventh. Six, seventh yeah. Going for that UEFA <laughs> Conference League. <laughs> so what do you think about the other big six? You should say. Let's go. Uh, let's talk Liverpool. I'm really talk Liverpool. Fuck Liverpool. Dude, to be honest, I think they're dead. I think they're dead too. I think they're done. They're they on haven't the, made any signings. They're on the decline. They're relying on the same front three for was this maybe the fourth season in a row, third yeah. season. I think yeah. Okay, good that you agree. I think yeah. I think they're. I think, they're one of the teams, I think, from top four last year that might fall out. Because they haven't done enough business, I think. I think and last year... Wijnaldum was a big loss, too. Wijnaldum's a big loss. I think last year when they brought in Jota, I was like, that's a good signing for them. To mix it up a little bit in that front yeah. three. But then I thought the signing of Thiago was a bad decision. We'll see this year, though. I don't now know, he'll get more games. We'll see. But, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't play that fast pace. I he doesn't know. run. He doesn't press. He doesn't do that. Like, that's not his DNA. No, that's, that's not him. his game. Just give me the ball and let's just ping it. Yeah, know. exactly. So I think they've been relying on that same lineup. They haven't changed it up that much. Yeah. And obviously, Salah, Mane, world class. I rate Firmino highly. But, bro, it's just been too long. Like, you need to switch it up. In the Premier League, even, like, when you got City doing what they're going to about to be doing, you got to gotta stay course you gotta be signing guys I can't I don't even really I don't know Salah anymore I don't know even Manny we'll see but they're two of the most selfish guys in the world as well they both yeah they both hate each other which doesn't work and then yeah like well Van Dyke coming back I think a lot of us didn't really talk about how big of an impact he had not being there him and Joe Gomez yeah. both being back but that also t- it's gonna take. He's coming off an ACL, man. It's gonna take you a while to get back into where he was before. Yeah, I guess because he he doesn't look good in preseason two. I'm reading, so we'll see. But yeah, I don't know unless they still have some people to sign. I haven't even heard them linked to anybody really lately. No. Anybody big? So I got I Liverpool know. finishing fourth. Yeah, I still had them in my top four. I had them fourth too. I think it's just going to gradually decline, decline, decline. Yeah, but this is a big season for them and Klopp, I think. Like, because after this year, if you don't, if you barely finish fourth or drop out of the top four, you gotta yeah, you gotta make changes. Yeah, and like you think about like the profitability. Like, if you could have sold Salah to like a Real Madrid for like a hundred, they should have sold him when he yeah when the value height. was high. Yeah, they should have sold him at his height. But he's almost like. He'll get sold to Real Madrid, and then Chelsea will buy him back and be like, <laughs> yeah, another player that we got rid of I know. that we want to bring back. But, yeah, we'll see with them, man. I don't know. Big season for them. Very big, big season at Anfield. Now yeah. I'm thinking, so your top four, you've kind of said, you've said your top four then, eh? Without saying your top four. Yeah. City, United, Chelsea, my, Liverpool. But my order is... is City is, if they get Hurricane, yeah, they win the league. City first, I think Chelsea second, will be third, and then Liverpool fourth. Yeah. See, I have City, United, Chelsea, Liverpool. But I just think the depth that City and, and uh, uh, Chelsea have are more than United. I don't know if we'll have to. We'll see. But I think those two teams. I think, bro, I think Rom's going to be big. But we already really talked Chelsea. Let's talk... Um, um, Spurs, man. <laughs> the dead fucking Spurs team. The worst club in North London. Fuck, fuck the Spurs, man. I'm just glad they got rid. If they get rid of 
They got rid of Eric Lamella. They get rid of Harry Kane. That is, he scored and assisted like 30-something goals last year yeah, total. And no They're Mourinho. Fucked. They got Nuno. They're going to be fucked. They're done. If they're they get rid of them, they're done. They're mid-table, mid-table team. Like ninth, 10th, I think. They can't do anything. No, they're done. Unless, if they're smart enough, take the 150 mil, reinvest it before the window's done. They don't have time. They'll have to do some, they'll have to do some mm-hmm. business now and then it's some in January or just fucking seasons a wash. Get your mid-table and then come back next year. Because they don't have a backup striker, I don't think. Was that kid on loan last year, the one? Yeah, from Benfica. Who's their striker? <laughs> Lucas Mora. Holy fuck. Yeah, they're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just not going to be. I think it's great, but they played us like the other day in like a preseason friendly <laughs> and beat us, beat us 1-0. So. That doesn't say much though. Fuck. No, it doesn't. But I think they're they're falling off as well. No, yeah, I think so. Yeah, losing that. Do you think goals. Bale's, got, Bale's not there as Bale's well? Bale's not there, yeah. Losing 30 goals. It's so that? hard to replace that. You see so many clubs trying to replace players. Not taking jobs, but you think about like... Well, think about what Alexis Sanchez did for Arsenal. It's really yeah, hard true. to get that. Yeah. You think about United of like, what, the five, six, seven years of trying to fill the Ronaldo void? Yeah. And just you can't do it. And then you think about other teams losing big strikers and trying to fill that void. It just is not guaranteed. Yeah. And you just get hit with surprises of, okay, this person actually can perform or actually yeah. can produce, but some people just can't. That's so fucked. it's so difficult to replace. If you want to get a striker in to get you six, seven goals, 10 goals a season, that's even tough. Yeah. And to do what Harry Kane did for them is a fucking mountain of a task to ask for. No, that's like, you got to sign like three players to cover that up. Yeah, exactly. Well, with 150 million, you're hoping in this market, you can at least get two unbelievably highly rated players or three. The market is fucked though. Like, I was listening to something uh, Rio said. I think he got sold to United for, I forgot how much, maybe it was like 20, 20 million from Leeds. He's like, in today's it would have been, this guy would have been a hundred million dollar. This guy's just patting himself on the back. <laughs> he would have though, man. Rio's the best. Shut <laughs> up, Rio. I love Rio, man. <laughs> he loves that. All of these, like... They would be, though. Yeah, Rio obviously would be. He's Premier League fucking legend. Yeah. But no one wants to hear it. I'll give Joel a little show. No one wants to hear Martin Keown and how he's done at Arsenal and how he played when he was doing it. All you hear in these, like, commentaries and pundits is just, like, them relating back to themselves. I know. It's, it's like, like the fucking, fucking NBA guys, too. Oh, there. it's like, give it a break. But that being said, Joel, guess what? We're not going to talk about fucking Everton. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we have to. We have to. Joel, we'll give you 30 seconds for Everton, okay? So this is my thoughts on Everton. Don Carlo, bye. James Rodriguez, gone in the next couple of weeks. You think so? Yeah, he's going to go. But it's still Rafa. I think I think that's a guy who's still like. I th- but he came out and was like. Yeah, he only. I came. I came Carlo, here I because of Carlo, and he left. So I think Richie, really good form coming in from the Olympics. Hopefully, you can keep that going. I'll need a little break. DCL, who knows if he can score another like fifteen goals? 
in the season. I wonder if this guy went on vacation, man. He didn't need a vacation. He didn't play. Who? This summer. DCL. <laughs> this guy was watching the fucking the Euro, man. His holidays at St. George's Park, <laughs> yeah, man. man. This guy should be right at the fucking training camp. Extended holiday. Get out of here. He was, but, but yeah, like just like they obviously still have the players. They still have some quality players. I like I like some guys on their team, but I just think last year with Ancelotti, was, they were. I think they peaked. They I do with think the club, with the squad they have they peaked. Yeah, and they won a lot of games. I was talking to Joel about this, and he'll agree, and he'll probably be hating every second of this. But they didn't score more than two goals in a game. They, a lot of their wins were one nils. Yeah, they didn't. I think they scored three goals in a game like three times in the whole season. One of them was against United, a couple other ones. They were amazing against the top six teams. When yeah. they, they pulled it off against Liverpool, played really well against Man U, but then struggled against like the Newcastles, the Burnleys. Yeah. So I think for them to either make that jump to stay where they were last year and make it even better yeah. is to be more consistent and win those games against those lesser teams. But... If they don't, they'll almost be in the same position. Because I don't think they'll pick up the wins against Liverpool this year. I don't think they'll no. get the ones, the draws against Man U. Bro, and it's different. The, those stadiums are full again this year. So that's very different. Too. It changes it everything. It changes a lot, man. It does. It and if you're listening to this episode before the start of the Premier League, please be sure to head over to our Instagram page on Saturday. Because... Joel, our correspondent, oh, is no. going to is going to be at Goodison. So <laughs> if you, into it? yeah, you get him on it, and he'll be putting up videos and pictures of pretty much what it's like at Goodison before getting there, what the environment's like inside the stadium. Just roast them. Yeah, and if you want to go at them, you can. It's all in good fun. But for someone or anybody who's never been to a Premier League ground before, you'll get a little glimpse of opening day at Goodison versus Southampton and he's he's buzzing to be going to the game and I'm I'm very happy for him as well and I hope they get the the three points because up the fucking blues mate <laughs> <laughs> that was it Joel we gave you like two minutes yeah, there bro you're lucky you might have to edit that some of that <laughs> but yeah now looking forward to it looking forward to the Everton away games this year yeah it'll be good fun and like you said going back into the stadium man yeah, it's gonna be sick. incredible Incredible. So let's talk some newcomers, man. The newcomers in the Premier League this season are Watford, Brent, Brentford, and Norwich. And then Norwich City is back <laughs> and about to go back again to <laughs> <laughs> the championship, man. Yo, yo, fucking club, Norwich, man. It but just happens. Back. It's so tough to like. I don't know. Norwich is very well run in terms of financial and how they do things. Yeah. So they're pretty smart with it. They're not like a Fulham where they'll just like throw all this money towards certain players and try and bring something in and withstand it. They're very well run. Brentford have been knocking at the door for the last couple of years and they've finally pulled it through in the playoff and got here. I think they're going to be... They got a prolific striker that I think... Everyone listening should possibly watch out for. I think it's it's the really big, tough. The big guy, right? Ivan Tony. Yeah, Ivan. Ivan Tony, and he did insanely well two years ago. Got went up to the championship last year with Brentford, and did incredibly well with Brentford. 
you could say pretty much brought them up and and that's what, like he, he brings it back they replaced ollie watkins and they replaced him and like took that shot and it panned out it worked out yeah and it worked so i think he's a he's a striker to watch i think personally brentford have a great year i think so i think this, i think they're like the leads this year you think that far eh? yeah i think norwich struggle i think norwich go back down is that, do you think it's going to be a pooky party to start the year? No. I think they just suck from the, the start of it. And they just don't get anything? No, they don't get anything going. I think they go right back down. But I think, again, when they're playing at home, it's a tough place to play. It is a tough place to play. That's true. But I think they go back down. I don't know. I don't see. But I do really think Brentford is going to be a good side, man. Yeah. I think, be a good side. I think it'd be really good to see a game at Brentford. Yeah. New stadium. New stadium. Yeah, in London, eh? Yeah. West London bunch of dickheads but yeah in west and then even northwest you got wofford coming back to the prem is troy dini still playing yeah bro bro this guy fucking monster they still got that um, i love him though senegal senegalese player ishmael asar mm. mm-hmm. he's still there so i think personally i think norwich and watford go down and I think my other team I wrote down really? that's going down. I hate to say it. Well, I don't hate to say it. A lot of people rate them for what they do and how they play and blah blah blah. Yeah. Brighton. Really? No, I think I, I think it's it. the end of the road for Brighton. Mine were They I barely think. got through last year. No, they'll be fine, bro. They lost Ben White. That's true. They got Lewis Dunk, who's scoring you three goals a year off the corners. He's great. But then their keeper that they have, the backup, Sanchez, is a good backup. He's, well, now their starter. But I don't think... Bro, I wouldn't... No, I put Southampton in mine. That's not a bad... I, uh, yeah. Yeah, I put, South, I put uh, North, Southampton, and Arsenal. I did North, Southampton, and... Um, uh, what was the third one? No, North Southampton and... Uh, sorry, I did have Watford, yeah. I wanted to put Burnley. I did too, but I was like, man, those guys just grind out games. and They won't go down. They grind out games all the time. Yeah, I think... Like you said, like Watford, your first They win those games like, against those lower teams all the time. Or get points when they yeah. need to, yeah. So and that's another tough plus place to play. Yeah. Turf Moor? Turf Moor, man. Yeah. And like, I think having the last 18 months of really no fans in the ground mm-hmm. and that atmosphere i think like the bigger stadiums the electric stadiums the fans will bring back a level like bro oh, yeah it's gonna be different it's very different incredibly different you think about away games and like the the percentages of the winners that were the away team the away teams like that's never happened in premier league history even never. in just like any other league that yeah. we we're even talking about the away team, the record, it was almost like 50-50. Yeah. Which is just not how it typically is. No, yeah, it'll be good, man. And those are those, yeah, those road games and weekdays, man, to those fucking teams in January, man. Like, we'll see. It'll be tough. It'll be tough. But with that being said, I'm, I'm very happy to go back into the stadium. Yeah, it'll be fucking fun. It will be. That will be fun, man. 
So we did well. We did our top four. Yeah, we did. We did our who we think will go down. Let's talk. Obviously, big weekend, opening weekend. You guys kick it off tomorrow. Opening weekend at Brentford, man. So okay, so this is <laughs> Fulham came up last year. It's looking peak. Full- okay, I knew you were gonna say this, but go. Yeah. No, Fulham came up last year. They played really well in the championship. They were coming in. You don't typically want to play a team that's just been promoted because they have so much to prove. Yeah. So there is that worry. But then you also realize they have the nerves of, oh, we're just starting off in the Premier League. Are we up for it? Are we good enough? Blah, blah, blah. Obviously, they think they're good enough for it. But it's almost like it's a good thing to play against them because I was shook last year when we played Fulham. I was like, I don't want to play these guys opening game. I know it's tough, but the only thing I'm saying this year that's different is that this team's back up, new stadium, full, and they know Arsenal can get got first first game of the season. Looking I know, at team, but that's the thing. They know they can get got. But this is this is what's great. Any Arsenal fan and anybody who follows the Premier League will know this. Arsenal lie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they win games and convince you that we're all right, and then we get shit on. So you think that's one of them today? And tomorrow? we're going to go in tomorrow. I don't know. We're going to win. And we're going to score a nice goal, nice team goal. We're going to look good. <laughs> Everyone, please, <laughs> please listen to this, man. <laughs> and everyone's going to think. And everyone, Arsenal fans go, this looks great. This looks great. This looks good. Yeah. We're probably going to give away a penalty. Ivan Tony's going to score a penalty. I'm saying 2-1 or 3-1. But I think we do well. And then we got to play Chelsea the following week and then City the week after that. <laughs> so you better get... Yeah, yeah so we maybe have that, to. So yeah, that's true. So maybe you, you know you need to get three points. If we can get three out of nine, well, we have to get three out of nine. If we get four out of nine in the next three weeks before the window closes, that's, that's what has to happen. Yeah, true. Because you need to win that fucking game. So that's why I'm thinking opening weekend, only team playing on a Friday. It's at eight o'clock Friday night. 8 o'clock, under the lights in West London. It'll be... It'll be a good performance. Yeah, that's true. I forgot you guys have City and uh, Chelsea after that. So yeah, you need to win tomorrow. Have to. It's a must win. Need to win. And then Saturday morning, we started off Manu Leeds. I think that's a tough game. Tough, a tough team tough. to have first. It is a tough one. But Old Trafford, I don't know. Back, 75,000 back in it. We still want to have everybody. I don't think I don't know if Sancho will play. I think he's only had one or maybe two training sessions before that. So I don't know. Maybe he'll be on the bench. Rand won't play, but we'll see. I think it'll be a good game. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it'll be, we all will win. We'll win or we'll draw. I don't think we'll lose. But and Leeds just run, man. And Leeds just run, but and you know all of them are just up for running. Yeah, they'll be up, and it's a good. That's a little rivalry too, man, from back in the day. So it is. I think it'll be good, but I'd say. On opening day, we were always fucking shaky, too. I'd say a draw. It might be a draw. Fair. I think a draw. We got so many, like, kind of dead games looking at it. Like, yeah, it's not that great. Well, we got City, and uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, it won't be. On Sunday, yeah. I mean, when you got Spurs playing City. Yeah. Where does Harry Kane sit for that? <laughs> I know. Fuck. Just in the middle? <laughs> He's neutral? He should sit on the fucking... He's going right over to City. I don't, he won't play. I think it'll be interesting. I think... Chelsea Palace is a great first game yeah. for Patrick Vieira because I think he's the first manager to get sacked. Yeah, probably. They won't give him much time there. No. 
So I think that'll be interesting to see Chelsea and Palace, especially after going 120 minutes yesterday. And they play Saturday? And they play Saturday. Where is it? At Chelsea. Okay. At the bridge. And then, yeah, Sunday they Spurs. A lot of guys. They didn't. They took Conte off. They took Conte off, and then, like, Mount didn't start. Jorginho well, he just came back. Pulisic didn't start, but I guess he had to come in for um, Ziyech. So it was a mix. So it was a mix. Thiago didn't... Is Thiago even back from... Uh, I don't think he he's back. Trained. Maybe he hasn't trained yet. So yeah, we'll see. But it's back. It's back, man. It's fucking back, man. It's amazing. It is sick. So then, obviously, with the week of football coming back, you can expect the recordings to be covering the Prem, everything else that's been fun in the week of football. I can't wait. I know. Big month, and then we'll start covering because we got a fucking team over here in Canada now. So we're gonna be covering big uh, hex, the big hex game start in September. <laughs> the hex, the oct. Sorry, the oct. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound as good, does I know, it? No, the hex sounds better. Yeah, but yeah, Canada soccer has some big games. Actually, oh, we should have said congrats to the women. Oh yeah, big ups to the women. Big shout out to the women. That's massive, man, for Canada. Just see gold, baby. It's fucking it. Austin Powers up in this bitch, up in this country. That's I love it. gold. We run this shit now, man. Yeah, it's coming. The man. ladies. Yeah, shout out to all the women that just pulled through. Honestly, yeah, big time. Unbelievable. Big time. So, yeah, we Canada soccer stuff coming too. And this, if you think about Canada rolling right now, what, like a month, six weeks for them, for the country? So we'll be following Canadian players abroad, the men's national team, what's happened in the MLS a little bit, and um, coming to you weekly. Yeah. And it'll be great. So again, if you got to this minute mark of the episode, shout out to you. Share it. Tell us. Re- let us know how, how we're doing. Tell us who you think are going to win the Prem. Yeah. Tell us what you think about Arsenal or about United. How we're going to do. Get in the comments, man. You don't like what we're hearing? Just get in the comments, man. Yeah, man. Talk some shit. Joe, I know you will. Exactly. Dave DiPietro, I know you will. Oh, Dave. We might have to have you on, man. <laughs> so I can fucking talk shit to both of you. Bro, <laughs> all the Gooners stand up, man. The Gooners, get in the comments. We're on, If you're looking or if you're sharing it, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. If you got our some of our interviews with some of our amazing guests so far up on youtube so if you want to see the visuals you can check it out there and then yeah just keep sending the love sharing the love we appreciate everything that you're doing a lot more yeah a lot more to come lots more to come that's been another episode of the just offside podcast with myself michael pavella and keith mccubia see y'all soon